In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly and Andrew Fiore. The time has come again. A champion must Hello there, everybody, and welcome to a Corona edition of uh, your favorite podcast, uh, Defend Your Movie. I am one of your hosts, joined here through uh, Zoom video streaming with my my co-host, Andy Fiore, guys. Andy, hey, buddy. Andrew, how are you? I'm good, doing good, good man. See you. I'm just like everybody else, trying to get through this as best I can. I hope you guys are doing well and everybody's healthy and everybody's staying safe. But, uh, yeah, yeah, obviously, we apologize. We weren't able to have uh, a few episodes in the last few weeks for obvious reasons. But uh, we got the old Zoom recorder now so I can look at my buddy Shawnee and we can get something down and, you know, give you guys some content. Everybody's got time. So you, now's the time yeah, to and, catch and up. Everybody's trying to like consume content, you know. Yeah. So this is the perfect time to do this, and uh, and Zoom actually works pretty well. So you know. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good. Where sound quality wise, that's the one thing I always want. I always worry about is like, oh, uh, streaming sound isn't that great, but this actually seems good, you know. Yeah, and so obviously we apologize. It's not up to our normal standards, but uh, we just wanted to do something and get uh, something out there for you guys. So uh, we're going to do a special quarantine episode. We've got some stuff. Obviously, all I've been doing is watching things. So um, we figured we'd do something. I've been watching a lot of TV. Yeah, TV. I've been watching a a good amount of both. And uh, so we figured we'd do some movies that cheer you up. In these times, which can be depressing, I know you have a roommate. I've been alone. I've been isolated, man. I, I live by myself. Yeah, it's it's weird because any other time you'd be like, "Oh, living alone's the best," you know. Unless I was married, had a yeah. girlfriend, I would never go back to roommates. And now you're like, I just want some human contact. You know? <laughs> well, you <laughs> just to have a funny. conversation with somebody. It just. From doing the Zoom, like last night, the Comedy Cellar has their own like show where they do like streaming video, or whatever, with a bunch of comics. And I did it last night, and it was fun. It was it was fun, but more importantly, at the end of it, I was like, I'm just really glad to see you guys. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like, it was like it was like a few comics that I'm like, man, I I really warms my heart to actually see people and talk to people. You know. I know Val from the uh, Comedy Cellar. She's one of the managers there. She posted just some pics of the wait staff and some comics just hanging around. I was like, I miss you guys so much. You don't realize <laughs> what a part of your life it is, you know. And I just I know, you don't, you don't realize. Too. I just miss doing stand up too. I just miss being on stage, you know. I think oh, I was speaking for you too. I haven't been, I haven't not gone on stage in this long in years. You I've know? never gone this the whole yeah. time I've done comedy. I've never gone this long since I was maybe year gone, one. Yeah, my yeah maybe year one, but you know just for lack of spots. But uh, the longest I've gone besides that it was my honeymoon, and that was nine days. And now right, I'm at, right. 
I'm definitely past that, and I'll be way past. It's going to be feel really weird to go on stage when I go back. Yeah, but that's the thing I was thinking about, too, uh, recently, um, just because I know it's easy to really get down on yourself and feel really blue about the whole situation for anybody. So I was thinking about just having something to look forward to, even if you're not a comic, just put something in your head. Like The thing I was thinking about was I can't wait to get back on stage. That's something to look forward to. And the yeah. other fun thing, once you see all your friends again, think about how great that's going to be. It's, the bars are going to be packed. People are going to have parties. Oh it's going to be such a really fun, like, first two weeks of seeing everybody again. So it's well, just I'm something to that coincides I with my birthday about. and people. I, I'm hoping it coincides with my birthday when people can go out again. I hope so, people, man. That'd be, and then I can have a big birthday party. <laughs> yeah. So just. I'm just trying to think ahead, you know. It's easy to get down on, on things, but, you know, it'll yeah. end soon. And as, as long as you're doing okay and being healthy and, you know, washing your hands. I touch my face now 15 times a day without even thinking. Oh, uh, yeah. But, and so, so, Andy, so what have you been watching? Like, what, 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 are the, what are the highlights of what you've been watching movie-wise? Well, I caught up on some of the Best Picture nominees. I watched Richard Jewell, uh, directed by – Oh, Clint yeah. Worth it? Worth it? Good little watch. Killed an afternoon for me. Two hours. I enjoyed it. The guy who plays Richard Jewell, I think, is a uh, a pretty young actor. He did a great job. Um, Kathy Bates. Well, he told really- me, you know, he was apparently a server at Flappers Comedy Club in L.A. Oh, no shit? That's what I heard, yeah. <laughs> That's great. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, Clint Eastwood just makes, like, a solid film. Like, they're not the greatest movies I've ever seen. They're not the worst, but they're entertaining. And well- this is right up there with it. But I think, don't you think, like, well, because of who he is, and with the first ones, like, when he made Million Dollar Baby, he was held as, like, he had a hot streak going with that. Like, sure, like, sure. he was held as, like, like, he was, like, one of the best directors in the country when that stuff was coming out. And I don't know how much of it was, like, politics because he's Clint Eastwood or how much of it was, like, he was actually making these amazing movies. But I think it's cooled off. He's had a couple of uh, decent ones but not amazing. So I think people have been like, oh, yeah, he makes he makes good movies, you know? Yeah, I agree. So, the, you know, nothing crazy special. Um, I watched 1917 last night. Oh, I got to watch that. Loved it. Really loved it. Even on the TV, huh? Yeah, I didn't have any other option, but, you know, I got the 60-inch. It's not too bad. And it comes across, it's beautifully shot. And, they, you know, they do it as all one long shot, you know, through yeah. little... Which trick, is they the get the trick, right? It's not actually one shot, sure. but it's like sure. Yeah. But, um, How do they actually do that? Do you know? You ever watch any? I mean, unless you're Robert Altman, you, it's got some sort of magic in editing, you know? Um, yeah. Because there's some shots where it's like, no way, I didn't cut away for that. But uh, great story, great acting, uh, good suspensefulness, uh, really cool story. I really enjoyed it. I um. What about you? I, this was in the beginning of the of the um, quarantine, but I rewatched uh, Ragnarok. Oh, I love Ragnarok. Ragnarok. I, it was because, and I rewatched it. I don't know if that counts during the quarantine because I, I watched Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. And then I watched. We got a Taiki by TT kick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, it's just so freaking good that it it it's. Uh, I get stuck with that with like I'll just rewatch tons of stuff. But the thing I wanted to ask you was that I um it was something that was on right before I right before we signed on to talk. And I, I wanna ask the the listeners too, is this a good movie? 
Baby Driver. Is Baby Driver a good movie? <laughs> I only I watched, watched it, it one time. time. What? I only watched it once, and I liked it. I can't t- see myself if I'd ever rewatch it. It didn't entice me that much. I'm convinced that I keep rewatching it because I don't like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I keep, I keep I rewatch it every time I rewatch it. I'm like, this is not a good move. It's not yeah. good. Like Jamie Foxx is all like I I can't stand Jamie Foxx in it. I agree. I hate this. It's like this weird like this weird like uh, aggressive like like seasoned uh bank, like bank robber character that like really corny like really really yeah. corny character development like even the kid <laughs> even the even the even like the clips of the mom where you're like it's his flashbacks of his mom even the mom clips aren't appealing you're not like right you right any emotion when you're watching him think about his mom like you think about his mom and you're like oh, this is kind of like very like it looks like a, a recreation from like a an ID channel show. Like it doesn't even look. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but like, but like also, you know, Kevin Spacey, he's good in it. But you know, Kevin Spacey. But 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 I mean, like, it's one of those movies where I'm watching it and I'm like, I think I watch this movie so I can not like this movie. Right, right, right. And I don't like calling a grown you know man I mean? baby either. It's kind of weird. Yeah, right. Exactly. I, I think it, like it's it's trying to be too cutesy, too fat, yeah. like too too much, like too much. Like I think you sold me, pal. We're gonna be we're gonna be quirky with this movie, you know? <laughs> right, right. Um, I, yeah, I think I think you turned me. The girl. I like really. I think you turned me. I liked it enough when I watched it, but now that you make these points, I'm like, yeah, you're kind of right. Not that great. Yeah, it's you know, even the chemistry with him and the girl. You're not like, you're not, you're not really. They're just automatically into each other. You're right. Not like, I hate that. Yeah, like you're not like you don't go through anything with them. She, you don't realize why she's into him so fast. Like right. there, there's nothing. There's no connection. I guess it's supposed to be what because she's she works at the restaurant where the mom worked or whatever it is. Uh, the kid who plays baby, I forget his name. Whatever, whatever. Uh, I forget he, his he's name. He's kind of like whatever. I, yeah, yeah. It's just it's a very like it's a mediocre movie that like has the air of like you're supposed to like this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I also watched uh, the Jesus Rolls, written and directed by John. Which uh, one? Uh, John Turturro. The Jesus Rolls. I guess the follow up. Oh, um, I'm so curious about that. It was great. I won't give away too much. I liked it a lot. It's not what you think at all, and the Coens don't have anything to do with it. It's written and directed by John Turturro. No, I knew that. Yeah. Um, so don't go into it expecting like any sort of really Lebowski-ish kind of things, because that's not what you're going to get. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's a great little story. Bobby Cannavale's also in it, and uh, God, I can't remember her name. She played um, Amelie. Uh, French actress. I can't remember who her name is. Oh, yeah. I know. But uh, she's in it too, and it's great. It, yeah, it's a good little story. I don't want to give away too much, but I think if you're a fan of, obviously, Lebowski, you'll enjoy just seeing where the character goes, you know? Yeah. The uh, Now, what does it do as far as – because it's funny because that actually – this fits, kind of fits into what we're talking about later, but um, – uh, what does it do for you as far as like, cause you know, we both love Big Lebowski. Right. Right. What does it do 
what is it doing with the legacy of Lebowski in your head from watching it? Can you keep Nothing. them separate or does it kind of like it's very autonomous, so it doesn't change Lebowski whatsoever, which I think is good. That is good. Yeah. I think that's probably well, why the Coens signed off on it. Yeah, but also I'm curious why they didn't just do it where, like, uh, they produced it for him and then helped him write it or something. You know, like, that's yeah. a weird thing. Because also Quintana in the Lebowski is like a pedophile. <laughs> Uh, they kind of get into that a little bit, so I don't, won't give anything away, but you'll, you'll, that itch will be scratched for you a little. Okay. 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 It's worth checking out. Yeah. Uh, well, should we go to our, should we go to our list? We, Absolutely. We, we got a fun let one everybody know, Let everybody know what the, what the premise is. Uh, everybody is so upset about what's going on. Everybody's trapped. We figured we would, we would give you, uh, our top five. Andy has more because he freaks out with these list things. He loves it. Um, <laughs> Uh, we we would give you a list of movies that cheer you up, and uh, and also be great movies. What'd you say? I have twelve. <laughs> I know you said five. I, wrote I can't narrow. I have five. movies that cheer you up. Uh, anytime I'm they're great on. During the quarantine. Yeah, movies to cheer you up during the quarantine. This is just movie. Even anytime, it's a lot of these are the movies that I can't turn off when they're on. Even if I'm like, I'm walking out the door, and then this movie will be on, I'll be like, Ah, I gotta watch. Yeah, makes me feel so good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This, this is the movies that you'll make yourself late for. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I've a bunch of times where I'm like, I end up having to take a cab to spots because I'm watching the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. the Classic Dutch. Um, all right, so. You know, <laughs> all right so go for your first pick my first one might not seem like that much of a cheery up a movie because it's a little serious in tone but it's field of dreams does that make sense oh yeah it's very emotional but it's a good movie yeah it's just a great good I, once you get to the uh -huh. end it's such a good feeling movie even if you're kind of crying tears of, of joy it still gives me that feel-good feeling. I've, I've been on a plane and just watched Field Dreams before. And at the end, you know, when, uh, he's, he's tossing the ball with his dad again, uh, played by Ray Liotta. It's just, I mean, I've cried in front of strangers, you know, but it's a, it's a joy. It's a joyful cry. Yeah, it's one of those ones. It'll get you to cry multiple viewings. It's not just like a one-off. It's like a... You'll be, and also, I think it's one of those ones that the shelf life of it increases. So, like, absolutely, the older you get, the more you probably, even without kids, you understand that scene. The more the older you get, oh, like yeah. I don't have kids, but I think the older I get, the more I would I cry at that scene. Like, the more that's upsetting. You know, absolutely, and all things with Moonlight Graham, and you know him becoming a doctor and, and saving the, the daughter, and that, but then he's not able to go back. It's a very emotional movie, but it's a feel good movie. You know, that's that's my larger point. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, uh, I'll go for my, my first pick. I oh, this one, this is one that I'll always watch if it's on. Is uh, Good Will Hunting? Oh, good one. Goodwill. So Good Will Hunting. I I I don't know. What's something about it that I always, if it's on, I will. Uh, I'll sit through the whole thing. I'll watch it, and that's it's also a movie that like has emotional scenes in it. Like, there's multiple... Absolutely. But it also has a lot of funny scenes in it. The story's yep. cool. Uh, 
I feel like it's also a movie that's not on all the time. Like, I feel like there's probably times when it is, like, when uh, cable-wise, you know, uh, it's being played a bunch. But it's one of those movies that I feel like that gets put out on cable the perfect amount, where, like, just when you forget yes. about it, it's on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one Absolutely. of those things where it's like, you're like, oh, yeah, I, like, I haven't seen this in a while. Like, you're not even thinking about it, and then you're like, oh, well, now I have to watch uh, Good Will Hunting. You know? No, for sure. It's got almost so, everything that I like in a movie. It's got a, uh, it's got an emotional uh, side to it. It's got the comic relief, you know, the uh, the show me how do you like them apples. Plus, you got the townie friends. Uh, it's quotable. It's a very quotable movie. It's got the heavy scenes with Robin Williams and the wife. And then in the end, which is you know I'm a romantic, he uh, he leaves it behind just to to go after the girl, you go after the love of your life. So it's it's a good it's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a feel-good uh, situation. Speaking of feel-gooders, I don't know. I feel like you haven't seen this. I might have brought it up before. Another movie that I first saw on a flight was uh, Eddie the Eagle. Oh, I saw it. I did, did you see it. Is it great? It's, it's pretty good. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it, dude. it's pretty good. I, I think you brought it up once on the podcast. I saw it randomly. Oh, it was, I think I was, actually, you know what's so funny is it counts, it kind of, it was during the thing, I think I was in a hotel room in Springfield, <laughs> Massachusetts, I think, I, I think it was a hotel room, and it just happened to be on in the hotel, and it was coming on, and I didn't realize what it was, and you ever have that where a movie starts, and you can tell it's a high production value movie, Sure. you're like, I've never even seen, what is this, what is this, and then Eddie the Eagle, it's, it's what's his name, from uh, the, the... Yeah, Rocket well, Man, Taron Covington or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah uh, I thought it was good, but I've also thought it was like, it was pretty cookie cutter as far as plot goes. Sure, I'm just purely going on made me feel good to watch him triumph. And, you know, if you guys don't know the plot, it's basically there's a loophole where uh, in the 1988, I believe, maybe Winter Olympics, or maybe yeah. even a little earlier than that, this guy is British kid Eddie. Uh, his lifelong dream is to get into the Olympics, and the only thing he really is not an athlete, so he starts to learn how the, the long jump, the ski jump, and ski um, jump. he befriends this kind of alcoholic coach, and uh, he basically, without giving too much away, kind of lives his dreams, and it's just by the end, that was another story on the flight, I'm crying in front of strangers, I mean, the lady next to me, when I saw her, she's like, is everything okay? I was like, dad, just Dude, daddy. You're, 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 you're an emotional man, Andrew. <laughs> Dude, movies get me. Because I'm an easy cry. That was one of the minutes that it started. You can kind of see how it was going to go. Like, sure, the sure. Minute, like, and I, that's that's what you want. Sometimes you want like the the feel good story. But but I was watching it thinking like, oh yeah, he'll just he'll he'll overcome this and he'll Absolutely. you know. It's no great yeah, yeah, yeah. triumph, but it's a feel good movie. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, it's a feel good movie, but yeah, it's definitely it's 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 definitely real. It's good. It's definitely good. Yeah, but it's uh, it I enjoyed it more because I stumbled upon it. It was one of those kind of things. Same here. Like, I, don't I, think I, I just watched it on a flight. Yeah, I don't think I would have sought it out, but like because if you're just, it's one of those things. If it if it's if it just starts. And it'll 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 drag you in. It'll it'll get you in. Exactly. There's some really good people in the movie. Yeah. You know? Right. All right, Shawnee, what do you got? Is that on your list? All right. Was that one of your list? Yeah. Was it Eddie the Eagle? Okay, oh, yeah. Well, uh, the next one, 12. which makes sense, but we already talked about. 
Oh, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> um, the next one for me was, I mean, you already kind of talked about it, was Big Lebowski. Great. Not on my list, It's not. It's one of those ones that I can watch that over and over again. Yeah. I, most, most Cohen things. Absolutely. I just watch. Oh, you, do you have Raising Arizona on your list or not? I do not have any Cohen Brothers movies on my list. Ah. I was really yeah. trying to stick to cheery up movies, and Lebowski probably should be on my list. Racing Arizona is my favorite Coen Brothers movie. It's not necessarily a cheer up movie, though. It's not like I wouldn't want put it on to cheer me up. I love it. I watched it recently again. I mean, they're my favorite movie makers of all time, and I love their movies more than anything. But they're a lot of them aren't necessarily feel good movies. You know what I mean? No, they're not. Are they? Are they your favorite? directors of all time yeah favorite director i i say movie makers because i love the way they write i love the way they shoot i love the way they direct i love their cinematography that like they encompass everything for me you know and you just reminded me that's another thing i rewatched. i i didn't watch the whole thing but i rewatched a couple of them lustrous scruggs oh great i rewatched. i rewatched the first couple of them pan shot pan shot <laughs> All right, Big Lebowski, obviously. Put him in. You put him in anything, and it's gonna be quality. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I'll go. I'll match a comedy with a comedy. I got Wet Hot American Summer on my list. Oh, that's not on my list. Yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a good rewatch. <laughs> I was thinking it's just a fun summertime. Summer's always a happy time. You're out in the sun. You're at camp. I have a lot of fun camp memories. And then it's just some of the funniest people and just some of the silliest. Goofiest, but like really smart. It's one of the most too. absurd movies. Absurd, but so funny. Hard to walk out of the room after you saw Wet Hot and not be in a good mood. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> really, what do you think about uh, the the follow ups they did? Where they did like ten years later and they did the TV show. I thought they were exactly that. They were follow ups. Never yeah. as good as the original, but still entertaining. Yeah, yeah. The original just nails it. Because it's also weird because they did like. When do they do like ten years later and like Michael Showalter is like, you know, fifty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> kind of, they have like a wig on them and it's kinda of creepy and yeah. That's so funny too in the original when they're at the end and they're all saying goodbye, they're going, Hey, we should make a promise that ten years from now we should meet at this exact time in this exact place and see what we've become with our lives. And Michael Showalter's like, Yeah, but what time should we do it? And they're like, I don't know, how about eleven? He's like all right, cool, because I got something at nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's the whole movie. It's just stupid shit exactly. like that. Yeah. Did I ever All right, tell what do you, you got? I used, to, I used to be obsessed with The Stand. Same here. And, uh, and uh, not The Stand, the, the State. Yeah. And uh, one, I, I went to a community college. I, like, was, I went to Nassau Community College. Actually, no, no, I, I did go there, but. When I was a senior or a junior in high school, <laughs> I was following a girl on the campus. Yeah, what's up? I was following a girl on the campus. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. When I was when I was like a senior in high school, there was uh the state was coming to National Community College, and we went. Uh, I went. We went to use to go get tickets, and we were going to use my my friend's brother's like school ID to get them because we were still in high school. And we showed up, and where you bought the tickets. We walked by and there's a game room and the entire state was there <laughs> playing video games before the show. It was like the awesome. night of the show, whatever it was. And we got all their autographs and we freaked out. Me and my friend freaked the fuck out. 
That's great. Yeah, I was loved them. Oh, they're fantastic. Okay, the, one of the, the next ones on my list. You can't beat this. I watch it over and over. Die Hard, baby. You can't Ooh, beat Die Hard. I didn't really put too many actions on mine. Oh, come on. You got to I was going to put Fast and the Furious on there, but I, they've been playing those ad nauseum on, on TV, the Fast and the Furiouses. Yeah. Even one, the one that was just, fa- just called Fast and Furious, which I forgot existed. <laughs> it was one yeah, they before, got a lot of airtime. Before they were like international spies, it was like still they were like helping, like they were like helping the police out, but it wasn't, it wasn't what you would think it is yet. Like it wasn't they were they weren't doing like international espionage yet. Yeah, but Die Hard's your ultimate feel good. It's the good guys versus the bad guys, and the good guys winning and saving the day. It doesn't get more feel good than that. And Christmas. Yeah, if you haven't seen Die Hard, like this, like I don't think. Have you met? I don't think I know anybody who hasn't seen Die Hard. Not in our age group. No way! Like that, it's it's one of the best. It's so good. Like you, that's another one where it's like you just watch it and you can just keep like. It, it'll, when it pops up, I I have no even no second thought about just leaving it on. Like you don't yeah. even you don't even. There's, I don't think I've ever gotten where I'm like ah, I'm sick of Die Hard. I've never <laughs> never, never, never. It's hard to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think for us too, it's also it's it's nostalgia. So you've got that going, but yeah, it, it, it's crazy now how we're forty, and you know, so in our industry, you had a lot of younger people in their twenties. It's so crazy how much of the movies we love they haven't seen. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, it's so nuts. I was talking to this girl. Uh, and I was texting her last night. I'm like, hey, we're doing feel-good movies tomorrow. True. I'm like, what are some of yours? She's like only in her early 30s. I hadn't seen any of hers. And she was like, oh, I've only seen one of yours. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But also, do you think it's different men and women? It's different. That might be because she's a girl, too. That's true, too. That's true, too. Because here's the thing. When I was a younger guy, I was such a movie fan. I sought out, like, the old stuff because I wanted to uh, educate yeah, myself. Here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I guess if you're just movie buff, you'll find those and you'll find the great stuff. But yeah, these young kids today, Dutchie. <laughs> uh, what's your next one on your list? I got a great one. So he's a feel-gooder. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, that's definitely a fucking quarantine movie. And it makes sense because <laughs> yeah, it is. a guy who escapes from jail. So that, that's a talk about a feel-good <laughs> when you're in for quarantine. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, I lost you. What would you say? I said, I, I wrote a tweet earlier. I said, when this whole thing is said and done, I'm either going to come uh, out of this acting like Brooks or acting like Red. <laughs> it's I'm true. Be, institutionalized or I'll embrace the new world. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You want to, yeah. Everybody, we're just out of, out of quarantine. Like everybody just went and went in a big damn hurry. The world, the world just got itself in a big damn hurry. Like, yeah, but everybody was quarantined. Yeah. But what do they, what do you got? These the automobiles? What are they called? <laughs> I saw a car once when I was a kid. <laughs> I get a job at the food uh, Let me. See. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, you don't have to ask permission every time you want to go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, and this is the next one's a big one. Another one that would, uh, it's on my, my all-timers list. Back to the Future. Ooh-wee. 
to the F. That's another one. A, a Bob on, you know, you can't, you can't beat it. There's, you know, I think we probably said there all there is to say about it, but uh, yeah, just one of those classics. And you're right. I think it's like age based. Like now I'm kind of wondering uh, defenders out there. Like when you're listening to this episode, jot down your list, tweet at us at defend your movie and let yeah. us know like what, what is yours? Because I, you brought up a good point, Andy. I think everybody's lists are, are completely different because they have different like emotional attachments to like these types of movies. Of course, especially when you know what I mean, like they're... that you watched when you were a kid. Like there's movies that I absolutely adored when I was a kid, and then I go, "Oh, I haven't seen that in 20 years." And you go back and watch, you go, "That's a piece of shit," you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's uh, all right. Yeah, Back to the Future, obviously a great one. Not every day you get to save your mom from being raped in high school. But uh, let me give you an 80s one here. I got uh, Ferris Bueller, baby. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, how do you not feel good when you watch Ferris Bueller? It's got the every kid's dream, skipping school, uh, faking being sick and getting home, getting to stay home. It's the best. And then... Yeah, and it's also great for quarantine because it's escaping something. Exactly. Escaping sick. Yeah. So you obviously have the greatest what day. If, uh, they remake Ferris Bueller, but he just has Corona and has to stay in. <laughs> Who do you think would play Ferris nowadays? Who would play? Fer- I I I I think Mulaney would be great. At oh, great call! Could probably still. Play oh, I think Mulaney, but Mulaney's too old at this point. But what's his name? Who plays Spider-Man? Tom. Uh, oh yeah, uh, he. He could be good at it, but I don't think he has the dry, the dryness for it. Right. Who's, so, a, you know, who's a young? Uh, Mulaney's a pretty good cat. He's got a pretty good baby face too. He might be able to pull it off. They could do it. They ended up doing the sequel, and then he put, just played him as an adult. Yeah. Mulaney could. Mulaney could do it. That's easily. a good idea. He he Mulaney definitely reminds me of Matthew Broderick. Absolutely. But yeah, we all we all know it. We all love it. Just a great feel good movie. You know, spending the day with your buddy and your girl doing fun things when you're not supposed to be doesn't get any better than that. Uh, yeah, and it's so funny too. It's one of those movies that where I don't know how old Matthew Broderick is in it, but I think I think Alan Ruck, who plays Cameron, is like uh, forty two. He, uh, <laughs> he's like I think he's like thirty something in it or something. Yeah, like I think he's like he's, he's Andrea from nine hundred two one zero. Remember, she was like forty eight. Oh yeah, yeah, she was like forty. Andrea Zuckerman. Yeah, she's she's the president of SAG now or something. Like she's like oh, the head of SAG. Good for her. But All right, she, what do you got? Dutch? Yeah, she definitely. Uh, I my last on my list. Uh, it's one I that I'll. I I, 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 no, I bet you don't. What do you think? Oh, it is? Really? Take a guess. Well, I was I was gonna guess Tommy Boy. Oh no, but I did rewatch that. <laughs> that's why. All right. I, I forgot that I rewatched it. Uh, Tommy Boy. That's another one. That's like. Yeah, I, I I forgot how great that movie was. That's great. It was. And then, uh, hey, Tommy Boy is like, like I I laugh out loud at Tommy Boy. It's laugh funny. out it's loud, really heavily emotional, and just sweet. I also had a crush on Julie Warner in it. Oh yeah, who didn't? She's so nice in it. Like yeah. I definitely had a crush when I was a kid on Julie Warner. Absolutely. Um, my pick was Dark Knight. Woo! Uh, really? Yeah. Interesting one. Every time, 
You put on Dark Knight, it gets me in from the beginning. Yeah, that opening scene, it'll bring you right in. Uh, it's quality. It's I think I still think it's the best Batman. I don't know. Absolutely. I don't know anything any of the Batman that beats it. Uh, and uh, yeah, and I think it. You know, it, it's the best universe for Batman. It's 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 so rewatchable. It, it has some of the best. Act- but what I realized is the better the acting, the more that I want to go back to these movies. Yeah. Yeah. Was Christian Bale your favorite Batman? Yeah, I think he is because he's in Dark Knight. I, I like. I don't I think he's a bad. A lot of people they think is Michael Keaton, and I'm like, no, I think Bale. I, why is Bale not a good Batman? You know? Yeah. Keaton was a great Batman. He wasn't the most convincing Bruce Wayne, and that's what Christian Bale does, in my opinion. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think he plays. He plays. Yeah. He plays a rich dick way better. Totally. Perfect. And also, he like yeah. Like he also like Keaton's more. Every manish, but like oh, Bale, Bale kind of has that like suaveness down more when he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he tells like, the Bruce Wayne story shame. to convince people that he's not Batman, better than anybody. Yeah, 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 exactly. Great call. Yeah, you don't normally think uh, it's a but good, good movie, but it, it is. You always, it's always so great. Highly rewatched. I've watched it six hundred times now. It never gets old. It never gets old, man. And it's like, uh, you know, it's, and it's not even, a, it's not a short movie. It's no. definitely long. I, I'm, I'm kind of in the, the crowd of, I'm in, the, in the group of like, I'm a, a Dark Knight apologist. There's people that like over time, the criticism of Dark Knight has been like, ah, that the added part at the end fucks things up. But I'm like, I don't think it does. I really don't think I it does. I disagree. And also yeah. you, a, you can watch Heath Ledger over and over and pick up on little nuances and subtleties of his, Role, it's she's it's such a brilliant performance, man. It's so unbelievable. It, it you know, nobody's gonna beat it. it, it it's the, the, the part of Joker is done. Like the the Joaquin Phoenix is great, but like you know, he, it, they even said like it's not in that same world. So you yeah, know. he's great. It's 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 the Joe Lewis to Ali. You know what I mean? It's great, but it's not yeah. the same. Yeah, and also like yeah, you can never you can never beat it. Also because. He was the first to take that take on it, like where right. you're getting so dark with it. You're yeah. so dark with yeah. it. Yeah, you know? yeah. All right, I'll just rattle off my. Uh, I had four more on my list. Uh, just a great, uh, just slapstick, hilarious, funny jokes every time. Airplane. Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's just, I mean, it's if you were looking at the script, it's probably five jokes per page. I yeah, mean, and what is, what is, nonstop. What is What's the line he says where he goes, Leon's getting larger. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is just punch, punch, punch. It's, it's almost written like stand-up comedy where you just keep hitting them and hitting them and hitting them, you know? And it's written for kids. Like, the drinking problem gag is so funny. <laughs> it's so funny, too. All the wordplay, too, I love. It's just like, the cockpit, what is it? It's the room where the pilots fly the plane. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> <laughs> the hospital, what is it? It's a big building with doctors and nurses and patients. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, sight gags galore, wordplay, and really funny actors. They were kind of the first, the Zucker brothers, to take, like Leslie Nielsen did mostly serious stuff up until then. So they were kind of genius in taking serious yeah. actors and putting them in roles that are just deadpan but come off so funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there there was a there used to be a type for that. That, that yeah. was like yeah, like like Leslie Neal, like you said Leslie Nielsen, Lloyd Bridges. 
The Ten guys, was like, and it's so funny. A lot of those guys back in the fifties and sixties were like, they were in like serial shows where like they were playing yeah. like doctors, lawyers, and like they were straight up. And then right, they realized right. like, oh, like we can be tongue in cheek with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have Rushmore on my list. Rushmore is a great one. You can't beat uh, it. Bill Murray, one of my favorite roles he's ever done. Jason Schwartzman's great. The whole writing. It's, I, I always go back between this and Tenenbaums is my favorite Wes Anderson movie, but I think this one edges Tenenbaums out just by a hair. Um, I think but, Tenenbaums actually wins for me. Yeah, I, I know. I, I guess one a one and one a for me. You know, but uh, the my my top two are my top two favorite movies of all time. So if you know me, it's not going to be hard to guess. But number two on my list was Cool Hand Luke. Oh wait, you do that for a, for like a uh, you can watch that that much. Oh, I love it, man! It's my favorite Paul Newman movie. I, he's so brilliant in it, and it, it I put it on the list a because it's my one of my top two favorite movies. But B, it really does make me feel good to watch him. He's got that you know they call it that old Luke smile, and he's just so you know obviously he's a Christ figure and everything, but it's just got such greatness in old Hollywood stuff that I love, and it's just you know no man can eat fifty eggs and. Just uh, uh, the, when he plays a song, his mother dies. And then him just, it's its him again. You know, it's a quarantine. It's breaking out of prison time after time again. He just never lets anybody beat him down. And he, it's so, I love it so much, man. George Kennedy's great. Speaking of serious actors who went on to become, uh, you know, Airplane. I mean, uh, Naked Gun. Um, uh, yeah. And, yeah, he's great. But also, um, did you ever hear the story from Mystery Science Theater? Uh, I think it's George Kennedy that he was in. What was it again? Like he was on an episode of Mystery Science Theater, and he can he complained to them, like threatened to sue them or something. <laughs> they used some bad movie, some like detective movie. Right, that right, he right. Was in. I, I never heard that. Of it. Uh, but he got upset. he got upset because they were making fun of him. I think it was George Kennedy. Oh, that's so pretty great. funny. Another what's your number one? Uh, Jaws. Oh, no. oh, Jaws. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ultimate, man. It's the perfect movie. Yeah, Jaws is definitely a good one to watch when uh, in quarantine. It's, it's just, one of those yeah. things that, that it, 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 it definitely puts you in a good mood because of nostalgia, I think, and because of, yeah, yeah. it has that feeling. Now, you know what's so funny is, like, you, you mentioned Jaws. And now I'm like, oh, now I want to watch Jaws. I like, know. You know, it's, it's, like got, it's got so much greatness to it. It's got some of the most brilliant acting in Robert Shaw and the whole USS Indianapolis speech. Obviously, it's the summertime. It's at the beach. So you just, when you're home locked up, you go, I just want to get out and see people and be at the beach again and, and go swimming. And uh, it's being normal. And, and then obviously, it's got the, the triumph over uh, good and evil, you know, if you will. And, dude, like, that's what's been happening. Every time I see stuff on TV, I keep thinking, the people on TV, I'm like, oh, they, they don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> like, yeah. the people, like, in their time period of, what, of like, you know, a movie or TV show, I keep <laughs> right. thinking, I'm like, oh, man, wouldn't it be great to be in that time period where they didn't have to do what we're doing right now? <laughs> totally. I think about that a lot. And Jaws, <laughs> like, I always think of that where it's like, there's so much bullshit uh, and the time of Jaws is like so much more innocent, even with the killer shark roaming around. Yeah. I think about that with a lot of other stuff, even from like the, even the late nineties, I'm like, Oh, look at you guys. You don't worry to worry about cell phones or social media or anything like that. 
uh, it sends me back. Yeah, I know. It makes you want to. It makes you want to get off your phone. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So that's my list. All right, well, let's wrap it up there, baby cakes. Uh, you want to do any pluggy plugs? Uh, <laughs> I have zero to plug. Um, obviously, all live shows. Yeah, I only have suspended. Um, but you know what? You can uh, you can always follow me on social media for Instagram and Twitter. It's at Andy Fiore. I, I'm ramping up there because I have nothing else to do out of boredom. So I got some fresh content and some yeah. fun photos. I got a whole slew of throwbacks coming up. Uh, my, me and my college friends have been talking a lot more than we normally do, which is one of the cool things I will say about the quarantine is that it's forced everybody to talk to each other a lot more. I've been catching up and doing Zoom and FaceTime yeah. with my college friends as a group, and it's been really fun, and it's been really great. And we've been sending old pictures around, pictures from college. So uh, I got a lot out there. Uh, so, yeah, give me a follow, and hopefully – this thing ends sooner than later. We can get back to doing stand-up, you know? Get some dates on the books. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm at Shawnee Time on Twitter and Instagram. And, uh, yeah, it's follow the podcast at Defend Your Movie on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and let us know um, Let us know what, your, what you've been watching during the quarantine. Tweet at yeah. us, and we'll, we'll talk to you online. Uh, and we want to see the difference in lists. So if you're like younger than me, like our age group, I think we we have a lot of the a lot of the similar <laughs> movies. So uh, if you're if you have if you're from an age group that's totally different, uh, let us know what is the go to for people that are younger. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's it. So we'll, we'll we'll just keep doing these while we're quarantined, I guess, right? Absolutely. Hopefully, we only have to do another one or two or three more of these before we can all get back into the real world, but. Uh, now that we know we can yeah, do it, that'd be fantastic. we uh, will keep giving you guys some new ones. Apologies for any of uh, the little audio glitches. Uh, it's not a perfect world, but we're trying to get something to you guys. So, And uh, thank you so much for listening and being patient with us. We're excited uh, that we still have something going on as far as the podcast goes and that uh, I think after the quarantine, we'll be able to announce everything and we'll be able to set things up. Yes. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And yeah, tell your friends about the podcast. Rate, review the podcast online. We, we, we're going to do, we're going to do a whole, a whole revamp. So, uh, get ready for a lot more from us. And thank you so much. And Andy, I'll see you. I'll see you next week, buddy. All right. Stay safe, everybody. Talk to you then. Bye.